So this is really a key to the whole land business. If you get this right, if you learn how to evaluate land, then a whole world of possibilities opens up for you. Right, because then you're going to see, oh, this is a good value or not. Right. Welcome to Turning Profit, a podcast for people that love real estate. Learn the business models and skills that professional real estate investors use to make money and build wealth. Visit turningprofit.com for a wealth of investor resources. And now, here are your hosts, Pete and Heather Reese. Welcome to the Turning Profit Podcast. Heather, it's so great to be here once again. I know this is a special edition podcast, Special right? edition. This is a lot different than our normal format, <laughs> but very exciting nonetheless. I guess I'm actually very excited because my watch just told me, keep it going. They think I'm exercising. Oh, they think you're exercising. Okay. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Sometimes when I stand up and I'm sitting at my desk forever, it tells me like, you did it. You know? <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. Yes. It's so but great. I, it, very encouraging. Have, yeah. It must have raised my um, pulse because I'm so Your excited. Pulse? Okay. Yeah. So um, we're not going to do our normal like news segments or okay. questions or anything. We're just going to get into something pretty the special exciting. topic for yeah, today. Like, well, um, well, first of all, what are you calling uh, it? That's you know, this not- it's really we should mention the weather first because it's been so nice and sunny here lately. I'm, I'm like, just joking. Everyone says sunny Southern California, but it's been uh, it's been a little gloomy. In fact, all the news stations are doing stuff about June gloom and how it affects people, and you know, it's a real thing here. It's a real thing. May gray, June uh-huh. gloom. But, you know, it just goes to show you that people even who live in the be- one of the best climates in the world in San Diego will still complain about the weather. Well, yeah. I know. What I feel bad about is when people come here for a vacation and they think, oh, we're escaping, you know, whatever. It's going to be perfect weather. Right. And then they don't pack sweaters or jackets or anything because it's perfect weather. It's Southern California. And then they get here expecting to go in the ocean and it's freezing cold. Yes. There's no sun. And then we're kind of like, yeah, sorry about that. I actually want to apologize to them. Do you I remember know. we would travel places and it would rain and people would apologize to us? They do, yeah. They'd be like, oh, you're from Cal- you know, the United States or California or San Diego. So sorry about the rain. But we'd be the people out there like looking completely like, well, at least me personally, look like an idiot with my umbrella because I was so excited about the rain because oh, it didn't yeah. rain as much. So I was like all excited. So when yeah. they apologize, I was like, no big deal. But but when you come to Southern California, you expect the weather to be great. Like but, that's why you're coming here. But maybe you're also excited because there's no humidity. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. But anyway, so if you are coming out here and the weather sucks, really sorry. Enjoy <laughs> the lack of humidity. The tacos are amazing. Mexican food. We've got some great things to do. Balboa Park. Yeah. Yeah. All, all true. Right. All true. Yes. So just don't maybe expect an ocean vacation. So what we're talking about today is land conquest. And do you know why we're doing this one today? Well, I do. Yes. It's because... No, it's because uh, it was my idea. Okay. Everything, all the good ideas are your idea. Right. I'm excited about it. it's a bad idea, it. it's my idea. 100%. Right? But right. I, I'm super excited about it. That's why I wanted just to do a special episode just about it. Yes. And and the timing is for super important mm-hmm. because as you're seeing this, the first level of land conquest was officially released yesterday. You know, if you're if you're watching this on the day or listening to this mm-hmm. on the day it came out, we are now releasing all the levels of land conquest one day at a time until all ten levels are actually released to the public. Right. Okay. So I w- I want to keep it kind of a surprise when people go to see it because we like put a lot of effort into creating something that was totally different. Right. I mean, we've done courses before. This is a training program. Right. And it just has kind of a, 
a special feel to it, should I say? It's a nostalgic feel, right? Sure. sure. And even if you're not, if it's not nostalgic for you because you weren't alive then, yeah. it's kind of cool and it's come back. So when you talk about levels, a lot of programs have, you know, like chapters or, or modules. modules or episodes, whatever. This is levels for mm-hmm. a reason. So right. you want to give a little... Yeah, well, it's kind of based off of uh, kind of an 80s video game type theme. I don't know if you've ever seen the video game Dragon's Lair. That, I actually have never seen that. You've never seen that? No. Oh, okay. It's kind of the same feel as that. You it's not are a copy a lot, of that. Well, huh? you're a lot older. Yes, I am. Yeah, many years older than you. <laughs> four years. Four years. And it's I three never, and a half. So let's well, not round up. Let's just say four. I will never like <laughs> let you live that down too. <laughs> That's true. I was fascinated by this video game when we go to the mall, you know, the arcades and everything. Oh, yeah. They had this video game called Dragon's Lair. It was like way ahead of its time. So... I don't know. I I always my parents wouldn't let me play it because it was actually it's either fifty cents or seventy five cents, and all video games were a dollar. So I had to watch other people. Wait, play so it. they wouldn't even let you do the the bargain one? Well, the cheaper games, yes, but this Wait, is a more said, expensive one. No, you said that this one was like seventy five cents, and the other ones were like a dollar. No, a quarter. Oh, a qu- did I you say a dollar? dollar? Yeah, oh, so okay. I was like that. I misspoke. I no, like, they were a quarter. Weird. They wouldn't let us do the cheap ones. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was more expensive. So it was kind of something that you always looked forward to. Oh, yeah. Well, I always looked forward to watching other people play it, but <laughs> sad, I know. Anyhow, but I've always had that in my mind. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know that you kind of had the idea of like, hey, let's do the branding something like way different on this one. Let's make it an 80s video game type thing. And then just kind of led down this path and it kind of uh, really worked out, and I'm very, very excited about the branding of this training program, mm-hmm. uh, which is very different than any of the other land well, investing. We wanted it and to be fun. Yeah, like that fun. was the whole the whole plan was for it to be actually like exciting and fun. Right. I have a dog that keeps coming up looking for. I know. T r e a t s's. I won't <laughs> say it out loud. So if you see a little house goblin, as I call them, um, yeah. that's what it is. So okay, let's get started. Um, so it's called Land Conquest. Right. And you need to, when you, how do they go find it? First of all, let's just cut to the Okay, chase. well, the first thing you need to do, if you're not already, you need to join our land flipping community, mm-hmm. which is found at landconquest.com. Okay. So there, there'll be a link below this uh, video if you're watching it on YouTube, or if you're just listening to it, just go to landconquest.com. You'll see a big orange button on there. Just hit the button and Join the community. It's free. And uh, it's free and fun. Right. And I, I want you to hear like the sound effects and stuff. Those are kind of cool too. Okay. Okay. So um, we have different levels. I'm not going to mess that up, hopefully. Um, and the first one is what? Well, first, before we get into that, mm-hmm. I just want to kind of state what this training program does. Oh, I guess does. that would so, help, huh? I mean, basically, the training program outlines our entire business model that we do for land flipping. And it'll take you right from the beginning stages of not having anything set up for your business all the way to the final stages of, of scaling your land flipping business. So we'll show you everything uh, in order to, to actually make that happen, how to evaluate. We'll go through all the specifics here in this episode, but basically starting from scratch, knowing nothing about land flipping to all the way to the scaling your business phase. Okay. So, so, um, so the first part or first level right. is I said I was going to mess one. it up and I did, right? Is set up your land flipping business. Yeah. So this is kind of building the foundation. I mean, it'd be great to actually just start flipping properties and making money and everything. But in order to do that, you've got to actually set the foundation for your business. And level one is all about that. It's like all the nuts and bolts of setting up your land flipping business. So you want me to touch on a few? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to go through kind of, we've got videos basically about all these different topics in there and handouts and uh, spreadsheets and all kinds of stuff that you're going to need. But 
Okay, so um, we've got land flipping business model. Right. So that's that's where I, I go through the actual model of, of land flipping and how we do it. Our specific model. Now, it's not the only way to invest in land, but it's what we do and, and we know it works. And uh, try you, you can follow that if you like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and make it your own or something. But sure. we show you what works for us. The land conquest platform. Okay, so I, I haven't even talked about this on the podcast or anything like that. I don't think I've talked about publicly at all. But we are basically taking our land flipping software platform that we built over the years and spent tens of thousands of dollars to customize. Uh, it runs our entire business. And we're making that available for students that are really interested in building a real land flipping business themselves. So it's basically our platform. Uh, we'll open it up. And obviously, there's going to be a fee for that if they're interested. But there's a lot of different things that the Land Conquest platform will do for them if they are interested in utilizing and it. And so. do they need to do that in order to use this program? Oh, no, not at all. So I would recommend it if you are mm -hmm. doing our actual business model right. that we're doing because it's specifically tuned to what we do and it's completely set up for that. But uh, no, it's not necessary, especially if you're just going to do a deal here and there. It's probably a little bit of overkill, maybe. If you're going to ramp it up and you want it to be really yeah. organized and, and to be able to really ramp it up, this is a great option. Okay. And then we have um, picking a name. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we go through all the nuts and bolts here, you know, picking a name for your land flipping business. And you really uh, do go like, I yeah, have thought like all the deep, every step you're going to need to take, uh, you know, been there, done that mm -hmm. and have some great tips for you along the way. Okay. Um, you know, getting uh, your branding and right. logo done. So that's, that's super important. We're, we're big on branding and, you know, I've got a, a marketing major from school. I didn't learn anything about marketing in college, but I have learned a lot about marketing uh, in the years since I've been do to I college. Think anything? Has there been any time where you're like, oh, I know maybe you maybe names or, or I mean, terminology. You mean as far as what I learned in college about uh -huh. marketing? No. I think the other problem is that, I mean, there's a lot of crossover between traditional marketing and online marketing or just today's marketing. Mm -hmm. Back then it was like print ads, TV. But. Right. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder that you can join our community for free at landconquest.com. Inside, you'll get all the resources, training, and support for building a thriving land flipping business. Once again, that's landconquest.com. All right, enjoy the rest of the show. I mean, I remember doing a lot of stuff about market research. Mm -hmm. So potentially there's a little bit of crossover there, but you should have seen the software and things that we were using for our market research type things. It, was, it must have been tough when you were in college in the 60s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the computer maybe it was, the was 90s. as big as this room. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so um, and then you've got some resource links that you'll be including to yeah. get stuff done. Okay, and then phone number. I, this actually is way bigger than just like a phone number. Right. Yeah. So we give you options or, or suggestions really to you know set up a phone number for your business, and it's not like you're getting a landline put in your house for something like this. So it's <laughs> there's a little more to it, but. It's very easy and it's all cloud-based and everything. Okay. And then setting up email addresses. Exactly. Yeah. How to how to ES? set that up, providers mm -hmm. to use, and what actual specific email addresses you need to set up. Okay. This one's probably what the one of the biggest things in this whole thing is the mail processing services. Yes. I'm sorry. Well, it kind of. I thought it was a different <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. So mail processing service, basically, you're not going to want to have mail sent to your house or a PO box or anything like that. You use a mail service that actually scans all your mail and then emails it to you because otherwise it would get crazy after a while. Yeah, I actually am thinking about doing that just us personally. Yes. 
because yep. it will start traveling again soon. And that's so much easier just to be able to see it. If you don't, if you're not aware of all the, this kind of thing, this is kind of a cool thing that I wish I had really gotten into earlier. Yeah. But anyways, it's great for business too. Business entity and bank account. Yeah. That's about setting up like an LLC or a corporation and getting a bank account set up for your business. So if you are going to be really setting this up as a real business, uh, you're, you're really going to want to do an entity and set it up right. So good thing is they're pretty inexpensive to set up these days. So Yeah. And um, a lot of people use hometown banks. And just like a little side note, it might be good to have a national bank too. Yeah. For a lot of reasons, people can deposit into it, but also it's a lot easier to send wires. Yeah. And receive wires. And receive. Yeah, exactly. That's the fun part, Heather, receiving right. the wires. You obviously don't send the wires. But I see all these people online, they, they, they post all these checks that they've gotten. Like, what? Why? I don't know. I don't understand that. These this day and age. I guess if you got to post something, do that like wire receive notice or something. Uh-huh. I don't I, know. It's just more dramatic when you have a check. It is. Like, look you, at this check I got. But, and people talk about wire fraud. Check Checks scare me more than wires do. I know. I know. Like anyone can steal print, a check or yeah, print or a check. Print something or, up on their computer. Right. Right. Anyhow, okay, um, and then you have a website. I guess that's probably an yeah. You thing. Need, definitely need a website these days. It's um, kind of your first check on legitimacy. Like when people are interested in doing business with you, first thing you're going to do is check out your website. So, I'm going to make sure you have that dialed in. Yeah, it makes sense. I do that. And you talk about like integrating the land conquest software, web design stuff like that. Part of the Land mm-hmm. Conquest platform mm-hmm. is the fact that we provide a, uh, a website for you. Oh, so they don't have to worry about that then? No, they don't need to build a website. Okay. We've got templates built and everything like that. So they can, you know, you can easily just give us your, your custom information and we'll put it on there, your branding and everything, and you'll be up and going very quickly with the website. So do you recommend people go through the whole entire training program? Like go through it all. It would be 10 days pretty much, right? If you're following it each release day, I bet mm-hmm. you that once it's released completely, it won't be. You'll, right. Just yeah. Be then, then you'll just be able to access any of the chat uh, levels at any time. So I have a feeling I'd be the type that would go through the whole thing and just. Yeah, it's it's probably a good idea. And then you'll have to revisit certain sections right. because watching or, or listening to some of these sections once probably is not going to cut it. You probably right. have to, to really. But like go through it all and then decide, do I want to do these individually or do I just want the software mm-hmm. and not worry about it? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And so then talk about Google Drive. What do you mean by that? Well, Google Drive, I mean, that's um, Google has, you know, a service where they basically have, you know, the cloud-based storage, you know, something like Dropbox, if you've heard of that. But also the emails tied into that. And then you can also get Google Voice tied into that. So Basically, I show you how to, how we set up our Google Drive to keep all of our files organized, which okay. is which is super important, really. Right, and then you kind of go into phone answering service or voicemail. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And that's for people that get your letters that call in. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's service. There's a service that we have mm-hmm. where they actually answer the phone for us 24 hours a day. So someone could call at any time. And do people call at like two in the morning? Yeah, two in the morning on a Saturday sometimes. Crazy. I don't know why. Maybe they just lonely want to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Maybe they're thinking, no one's going to answer now. I'm going to call and Leave complain. a message or say, yeah, complain. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. Okay. And then I think that kind of ties up. I mean, it goes into a lot more detail. Yeah, there's think- a lot of detail. But this is just kind of like what, what you know, these individual levels. You know, yeah, these individual videos are going to be about. So okay. level one is about setting up your business. So okay. everything you need to do. To Anything else you want to add to level one? No. no. Okay. I'm going to jump to level two then. Okay. Prepare your list. Okay. So a big part of our business and the way we generate leads is by direct mail. So it all starts with putting together your list. So you need to put together the right list of people in order to send the mail to because you can't just send out a random list to, you know, 10,000 people and hope to get any sort of deal. So 
In level two, we show you exactly how to find the areas that you're going to prospect and then actually how to prepare that list. Okay, so. you have down here how to choose a market, create your list, and then list providers. Yeah, yeah. All super important stuff um, because, you know, choosing the right market, choosing the right area to send this mail to is going to impact the type of deals that you do, as how many deals you do, the profitability of your deals, all kinds of stuff like that. So, And then you've got a bunch of resource links on this section. I'm not going to really get into those, but you've no. got a bunch of different options for different things and you talk about the pricing. And then you get to other resources on how to create your list. And you talk about the different companies that will help you do this. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We've got some good suggestions of, you know, uh, company you'll need to use an outside data provider in order to put together your list. So we show you the ones that we use and recommend. So Right. And then you have some that are like uh, more budget friendly as you're getting started. Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. And then refining your list and keeping track of your mail. So let's start with refining your list. Yeah. Yeah. Refining your list. Basically, you're going to pull a big list. And then you're going to spend some time kind of whittling that list down to get rid of the obvious people that are not going to sell to you. So that's kind of what that process is about. Okay. And then so, keeping track of your mail? Yeah. So that's basically, you're going to want to be able to, you're going to be doing regular mailings and you're going to want to keep track of when you're sending, you know, what areas and things like that. So it's super important to keep super organized. I know I keep saying super, but. It is very important to keep organized on that or it's going to get out of control really quickly. Right. And just have a central location to look at one property because you're going to have so many properties. Okay. And then you talk about how to price your list and how to use software to price your list. One of the things that uh, a part of this business model is that we actually send out offer amounts to people. So these offer amounts, you don't have to go through and look up individual each individual property on your list, but you are going to need to base these offer amounts on averages for a particular area. So I show you how to do all that. I show you how to price your list, but there's different strategies based off if you're sending to rural properties, if you're sending to subdivision properties, if you're, you know, doing, you know, just different types of like properties and things mm -hmm. like that. So there's different strategies in order to price that. There's some automated ways and then there's some manual ways. So and uh, probably had to look for red flags before you send it out and stuff. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and then you even talk about how to price or smaller lots. Yeah, yeah, this is like acres. subdivisions or something, yeah. Okay. And then preparing your final list to submit for mailing. Mhm. Mm yep, yeah, so then there's some some final steps that you need to do kind of to wrap up everything in your list and mm -hmm. prep it so you can send it to the mailing company. And then the last things are list size considerations and mailing mistakes. Yeah, so mistakes that we've made in mailings in the past and and also, you know, what how much mail when I say list size considerations mm -hmm. is like how much mail you should be sending. You know, like, right. what are your to, goals? For your results. To yeah, get exactly. Results you want, like, how, much like what, how many deals you want to do? Mm -hmm. So, and then you kind of backtrack and figure, reverse engineer it and figure out how many people you need to send to. Okay. And then the last part of this level is working with spreadsheets. Yeah. So when building your list, um, and I know some people love spreadsheets, some people don't love spreadsheets, but even if you have no experience with spreadsheets or you consider yourself not good with spreadsheets, it's pretty basic, and I go through the basic things that you need to do in order to, to make that happen. So. I used to hate spreadsheets, and I'm not the person that can code them very well. Like, I do the very basic things, but I do love them because mm -hmm. it's very easy to look at. So if you can just do the basic thing, I think it's helpful. Right. Push yourself outside your comfort zone. Okay, level three is send the mail. I feel like it should be like, I don't know, it should be an edgier level title there. Okay, well, you should have told me earlier before I did all the graphics and <laughs> send everything. Send the mail. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then you go, the letter you send. Yeah, so this this level is all about actually getting the mail sent. Now, 
you're not going to be licking envelopes or handwriting stamps and handwriting these things. No, we use a, a service that actually will mail everything for you. And level three is about getting that mail out. So it's a pretty easy process since you're using this, this service. But, you know, in, in this level, we're basically we're talking about our actual letter that mm-hmm. we give our actual letter in the training program that you can use yourself. I mean, I would recommend you customize it a little bit to your branding and, you know, maybe change some of the words yourself. Don't have our name on there. That would be weird. Yeah, that would be weird. Unless you want to have our phone number and email on there as well. That's cool then. 100% we'll we'll take those leads. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then you talk about a mailing schedule, choosing a mailing service, you know, and then sending the mail. But I think the one I want to kind of harp on right now is the mailing schedule. A lot of people, I think, get hung up on this step. I've noticed that like they'll get all ready to do it and like they just can't push the button. Right. And so why does having a schedule really help? Well, because it kind of takes that decision out of your, you know, you're not having to make this like regular decision. When am I going to send the next batch? When am I going to do this? Because it's set in the schedule mm-hmm. and you just have to follow that schedule. Right. And so. then there's no second guessing it. There's no questioning it. Right. Okay. Let's jump into level four, which is sure. how, let's to jump evalu- into it. <laughs> how to evaluate land. Okay. How to evaluate land. Okay. So this is really a key to the whole land business. If you get this right, if you learn how to evaluate land, then a whole world of possibilities opens up for you. Right. Because then you're going to see, oh, this is a good value or not. Right. This is a good Uh piece of land and this is what it's worth and, you know, things like that. So if you honestly, if you really figure this part out, which is not hard, I give you all the steps. I mean, it's a little bit time consuming in order to get up to speed, but I wouldn't say any part about it. It's like super difficult. No, but this is the thing. It's like you said, it's it takes time and it takes like kind of crafting your skill. But if it were like easy in the sense that like it took no effort at all, then everyone would do it. Right. Exactly. So it's like that barrier to entry is to your advantage if you're willing to put in the time to do this. You talk yep. about some software, but what else do you want to talk about on this level? Yeah. So, you know, I basically give you the things are kind of checklists mm-hmm. that we go through when we're evaluating land. Like, what are things to look at on a, on a property to understand if it's a good property or not? And if it's something you want to buy it, I go through our software that we use and all the tools that we use to evaluate these properties. And by the way, these are all tools that we're using, you know, online. And uh, none of them are, some of them are free. Some of them have a little bit of a feed, but that we pay for on a monthly basis, but it will make your life so much easier, basically. Right. Um, and you, it's not just that, but you like, Google Earth, for instance. Right. It's not just about using it. It's a specialized way of using it. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's like how you figure it out. Like, I can use this to my advantage, not just like, I might use Google Earth to, I don't know, plan a trip or something. And you're using it in a different way. That's not as obvious. Okay. Are you looking to scale your land flipping business quickly? Well, we're happy to present our new cutting edge system built specifically for land flippers. Take a look at the Land Conquest business system today and you'll gain full access to a customizable pre-made website, CRM, dedicated phone numbers, text automations, 24-7 support, and more. It's basically a business in the box. Go to software.landconquest.com to learn more. And um, so there's a bunch of things you talk about what makes a quality property, land to avoid, land valuation itself. Yeah. So land valuation too, that's a big part of it. So once you determine, you know, what things to look for in a property, if it's a good property and kind of understand what that property is about, then you're going to need to learn how to understand what it's worth. Like what can you actually sell it for? So if you know what you can actually sell it for, or if you're pretty confident, you can understand what it's actually worth and what you could sell it for. 
then um, that's where the power comes in because you know that if you buy it for ten thousand and you know it's worth thirty thousand, then you're relatively certain you're going to make some some good money on that property. Right. So. Uh, anything else you want to add to level four? Yeah, I mean, I go through different different examples mm-hmm. in level four. You know, go through you know some example properties and kind of go through the process of what it takes to evaluate properties, how exactly I evaluate them and how I, you know, put a value on them as well. So I'm like really skipping over a lot of this. Like level four is a pretty substantial it is, level, yes. but it's condensed because there's a lot that goes into this. We've done right. another podcast on what makes a good quality property and stuff like that, that you right. can. And plus I'm in, in our um, community, I've been doing weekly zoom calls where mm-hmm. all I'm doing for these are like two hour zoom calls. Till I cut you off. I'm, Behind yeah. the scenes of the camera, like I'm like, okay, yeah. you have to stop. We- well, it, and all I'm doing is just evaluating properties. <laughs> Students bring their properties and they want me to evaluate them. So I go through the process of, of what I would do if I was going to buy that property or look at buying it and then give my opinion of what it's worth as well. So. I think it's interesting because our oldest daughter moderates that with you mm-hmm. and they have their own land flipping company. And she said that those have kind of been invaluable to her. Right. Because like she's just sitting there listening to it all. And she said that her level of understanding of everything has gone exponentially higher, even though she has you right here to talk to about it. Right. Because they, um, other people are bringing their deals. So you're talking about things that aren't, maybe that don't come up in our mailers and stuff like that. Yeah, we're, we're taking a look at properties all over the country. It's right. Kinda, it's kind of crazy. So there's an archive of these Zoom calls in the community. So, you know, this completely separate from this Land Conquest training So how program. do they find those? It's in the classroom section in the community. So obviously, if you have to go to landconquest.com, mm-hmm. press the orange button, join the community. Once you're accepted in the community, I'll accept you. It's like a separate tab, kind of like the community exactly. versus the yeah. Education. There's a community section. There's a classroom section. There's also a calendar section in there where I have it on the calendar when the next Zoom call is going to be and links to all that. So it's it's pretty cool. Cool. Okay. Um. So that finishes up level four, level five, which is how to manage leads. Oh yeah. So okay. So this is where it starts getting fun because your leads are when people start responding to your mail. Mm-hmm. So. When they uh, they call in or they email you or they text you and they're basically saying, "Hey, I got your letter, and I want to move forward," or stop, uh, yeah, me. stop calling, not emailing me, stop I, sending exactly. me letters, or uh, you know, I got your offer, but and I'm interested in selling, but I need a, need a higher price. So this is how to manage all these leads that start coming in. Okay, because you're okay. So basic uh, lead management, like where you put all this information, how you exactly stay on top how of you it. how you organize it, yeah. Um, and then you have communicating with sellers, which is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's just like what you talked about, like how to negotiate, how if an angry call yeah. comes in, what you do, what you don't do, all this kind of stuff, which is you just focus on. Yeah. What questions to ask them. Right. Exactly. Okay. And then, which is, again, I'm really glossing over this, but um, I promised this was going to be a short podcast and here we right. are. Right. We were like, oh, this will be a real short uh-huh. intro to this, but you know. No way, because it's, I, there's so much information here. Um, you talk, okay, handling incoming calls, handling incoming emails and texts, which are different than handling mm-hmm. calls. Signing the purchase agreement and then um, talking with sellers too. But uh, why don't you touch on signing the purchase agreement? Because I think that's important because we actually use. Yeah. So the the letter that we send out is Mm -hmm. actually a two page letter. It's the first page is kind of an intro on why we're contacting them. Second page is the actual purchase agreement. So basic terms, it's a one page agreement and the seller signs it and we sign it. You know, if we want to move forward with the and deal. And that's the thing. We're not sending it signed. Like, it's not a agreement. Of, I mean, it, it is in a sense, but it's not. It's it's the start right. of negotiations. Really. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So if they sign it and send it back, it's not, a, it's not a signed contract until both parties sign. So we don't send out all these 
offers with our signature on it to begin with. So once the property comes back in, then we can evaluate deeper, have a conversation with the seller, and then uh, determine if we want to move forward with it or not. And if we do, we open escrow, which is later in this stuff. Okay. Correct. Um, so now anything else for level five? I know there's a lot in there in the videos right. and stuff, but anything that you... No, I mean, those are the basics. Okay. Yeah. So level six, how to complete the purchase transaction. Okay. So mm -hmm. here we're, we're getting into that. So we go through a whole process with transaction managers and closing companies. Why don't you talk about that kind of... Well, yeah. So I think this, this gets glossed over when you hear a lot of people talking about land investing and things. They, they don't really talk about this part of it much. But it's super important in order to to actually get things done. So once you get a signed contract or a signed agreement, then it starts a whole procedure of, you know, we, we close all of our transactions. And I recommend that you do as well with a closing company, whether that be a title company, attorney, escrow company, depending on your state. I uh, use those words interchangeably. But, yeah. But that's so, absolutely. Like I'll say escrow, but it, it could be just an attorney. It could be a title company, whatever. Yeah. So basically, it's a company that coordinates all the paperwork between the seller and the buyer, you, and make sure that the seller gets paid, make sure that you get title insurance on the property and there's no weird issues about it. So this level talks about that whole procedure. And it's a little bit of an extensive procedure, especially if you're somewhat new and you haven't done a lot of real estate transactions before, mm -hmm. you could be completely lost. So my goal is that to make it so you're not lost at all and to show you exactly what steps you need to take. So you're not caught off guard by anything like that. And you're talking about transaction managers, um, closing companies and title policies. You're going to go into that, why we don't close without either of those mm -hmm. um, and why we don't think you should either. Closing the purchase, like the actual closing process. And then you go into deal funding overview. Mm, yeah. So our deal funding program, basically, mm -hmm. you don't need your own money in order to be a land investor. You find the deal. We will put up the money for the deal. And then we'll take care of the whole process from there. So our, our deal funding program is a lot different than other uh, deal funders that are out there. But as long as it's a deal, you know, we show you, uh, you know, how to submit that deal to us so we could take a look. If it's a great deal, we are ready to move forward and, and do that process with you. Do so. they need our software to do that? No, no, not at all. No, it'd be a lot better if they did. Right. Yeah. But it's not necessary. Um, and I, I want to really touch on that, the deal funding part, because all of the systems that they're going to see in here, like a transaction coordinator or transaction man manager, everything that we do on the on this side, once the deal is accepted, we're going to do for you. Exactly. So you're yeah. not going to have to do any of that stuff. We do all that. And then you can just find more deals. And then you don't have to actually bring the money to the table either. And the best part is we split the profits 50-50. Right. So you just bring the deal. We'll handle everything else, You know, closing the deal, all the due diligence, hiring the photographer. Even if we have to do a lot split or anything like that, we'll front all those costs. The only thing you need to do is find more deals so we can uh, right. do more stuff. But at the end of the day, whatever the profit is, we split it 50-50. Right. And you don't have to put any money forward. We right. did all that. So. Yeah. And there's, as far as I know, no other program like that. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's do doing, like that. doing it that way. Because it's a, it's a process, but we have it pretty much perfected. And it yeah. Just we've sense. got a great team that we can leverage and to kind of plug you right into mm -hmm. our team and, and right into the process. So. And then, that. yeah, it takes away any barriers there. Um, okay, and then you go into um, the deal spreadsheet that we use, keeping deals organized, property disclosure statements. Property disclosure statement? Okay, so this is basically a form that uh, – it's it's an optional form, but uh, it is – if if your sellers are, are open to it, it's mm -hmm. a form that you can send them. It's basically a big, long questionnaire about the property that they can put in writing about different different things of the property. 
And it's good and bad. And the reason we use that is that sometimes, um, you know how you go to get your driver's license renewed and they'll be like, they'll ask questions like, have you done recreational drugs? Are you drunk? Like all these things. I'm like, who in the world is doing this? And I finally asked lady one time, she's like, people say it all the time and we don't renew it. And I'm like, man, good. So in this sense, they might say something that's a deal breaker. Like right. you might find out something on there. Like, oh yeah, we do have a, uh, you know, it, it was used as a cemetery for ancient something or other. And yeah. Or go, every time I go to the property, my, the neighbor comes over and threatens with me a with a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I don't know if I want to buy that property. Bad. But also it could be on the flip side. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, there could be good things. Oh yeah. I forgot to tell you it. It already has an approved perk test yeah. or I have home plans ready to build or yeah, I don't this know. This large developer keeps contacting me and wants to buy it, but I don't want to sell it to them. Because I don't like him. Yeah. But I like you. So it's, it's a good and a bad thing, but it's, if they'll do it, some won't do it. Right. And some don't know. Some right. truly don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, some have, some have no knowledge of the property. They at all. might not even have been there. But yeah, we we give you a form and you know show you what you can send to them if you like. Right. So. The questions. Okay. And then purchase transaction checklist. Right. Yeah. So there's basically a big long checklist of things you need to be aware of for the purchase transaction. Um, when we started doing um, short sales and REOs and BPOs a long time ago, um, we created purchase checklists. Do you remember that? And yep. that was imperative because you get so busy and especially if you have different hands on the different files, it's hard to keep track. You get an actual checklist and it's it's so much simpler. But the problem is that until you've done a lot of them, you don't know. Yeah. You don't even know what to put on the checklist. Right. So it's you kind of can jump ahead with that and you do the same thing with important paper checklist. Yep. Okay. Anything else you want to add to level six? No, level six. I think we covered it. Okay. Let's Jump ahead to level seven. Okay, we're jumping ahead. It okay. is called how to conduct due diligence on land. Due diligence, it sounds like a fancy term, but really you're researching the property. That's what this is, level seven is about. It's like how to research a property to determine it is actually a property that you want to buy. How to conduct your own due diligence. So there's things that are outside of anything you're going to ask anyone else to do that you still need to do yourself. And you go into the details on that. And then this is another thing I don't think people take into account. Ordering a photographer and an inspection. Yeah, And then you go into resources and sites that you can do that. Title review, you go into what you need to be looking for on the title policy. Yeah, like how to actually read a, a title prelim. Right. You know, and even when, when I became a, a real estate broker, there, there was no information about that anywhere. Like no. how to how to review a title report. Like you a, know, when we got our, our real estate licenses, it didn't even talk about forms. No, like, there was nothing. none of that no, stuff. No, none of that, none of that stuff. And which yeah. is extremely frustrating. So, um, but you're going to actually show them like what is on the, what this actually means and what you need to look for. Exactly. Yeah. And it varies. So that's the other thing. It's kind of a better thing. And then, you know, if it all goes to hell, canceling the deal and how to do it. Yeah. You don't want to cancel a deal, but if there is a problem with the property, you, you really need to. need to cancel the deal. Okay. Level eight. Let's get going on this. How to sell your land. Okay. So now that we've gone through the whole thing, we have the property. Now, how do we sell it? And yes. you're going to talk about value add improvements. Uh, those are things that you can do that it's not just about buying it right and getting a lower price to then sell it at a higher price. It's also about things that you can do to add to the value. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Certain things you can do to land. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not... Uh, we're not building a house on it. No, we're not building a house. We're not remodeling a house or anything mm-hmm. like that. But there are things you can do with land to actually increase their value. So, you know, this is kind of where we talk about some of those things that you can do, some things that we do commonly and some things that you may want to look out for to... You know, it may make sense to do some value add improvements. So. Right. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit quicker because you're actually losing your voice. Yeah. Go figure. Okay. You're a lucky day, Heather. 
All right. Rejoice. No, I'm just, I I think it's the other way around. Working with agents and brokers, best practices. We've done actually an episode, a podcast on that. We have a whole podcast episode. Right. But you've done, these are all videos that you're going to be talking about all that. And it talks about things to look out for, how to find good agents, how to be a good seller so that they want to work with you, how to find the best ones. We, You want to be working with the best ones in the area. So we're going to talk about that. Or actually, specifically, you're going to be talking about that. And then uh, you've got some documents that are going to help with that. Um, And then you also include a script where you're going to help open up that conversation. So when you contact them, it's not going to be, hey, you know, sell this for me. You want to be presented as professional and as somebody that they want to work with. So you include that. And then we've got a bunch of uh, research resource links, I'm sorry, of companies that all across the country that we have a proven track record with that are great agents that can kind of give you that intro. Um, Just not along. Huh? Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I, I told Pete not to do much talking because he keeps choking on air. Yeah. Well. Um, and then we, you know, you have listing agreements available for them, which is going to help you pricing your listing, how to do that price reductions, reading an offer. That's kind of a big thing. And I know that if you had a voice right now, you would jump in, but there's a lot of things when an offer comes in and we've actually done a, a podcast on that too. Where it goes into details on things to look out for. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's not just about like your agent like telling you, okay, this is what our offer mm-hmm. is. You actually have to review the actual offer contract that comes in. So. Right. There's still, you know, we're looking for um, things that out of the ordinary that that you don't want to agree to. Yeah. Or maybe that you do want to agree to. Yeah. Either way. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. And, and actually even wrote that potential contract pitfalls. Yes. I got ahead of myself there. And then additional marketing options. And those are things, other places that you can list your um, properties Outside of just an agent and the MLS. Yep. Okay. That is level eight. And again. Yeah. All about how to sell your land. Right. And there's a lot of detail into it, but I'm working with somebody with half a voice. So never going to let you live this down. Level nine, how to complete the resale transaction. It's pretty similar to the purchase where you're going to be using a a company again. Yep. Yeah. So use the same type of closing company. But instead, they're kind of handling the other side of things. After you bought the property, now it's time to actually sell it. So it's another transaction that you need to go through. This level is all about getting through that resale transaction. It's great to use the same agent. I mean, just use the same closing company, but doesn't always work out that way. Right. So you're going to go into things to look out for when you know using the, the different company, which a lot of times the sellers get to pick. Right. So just go into it understanding well, the that. Buyers the sometimes. buyer, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. the buyers get to pick that. And then you talk about the process on the flip side. Hopefully, you already have your title insurance, but you go in, there's a lot to that. Right. But you've already learned it in the last chapter, a lot of it. And then the final level. Last level. Last level. Oh, my okay. gosh. I finally I did it. Chapter. Chapter. Oh, my gosh. When I used to work with uh, Disney, do you remember that? I When I first started doing it, I called it rides, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Like the ride. And they were like, it's an attraction. Yeah. They don't call them rides. No, right? that's an attraction. So I'm well-trained, and I just need to be well-trained in this, too. Level 10, which... My favorite part, because I like money, is how to scale your land flipping business. Right. Do you have a great deal under contract? Well, submit it to partnerwithpete.com. The Partner with Pete program is a deal funding program where we will actually use our funds to complete the purchase of the property. We will do every other step of the process, including the due diligence, the transaction side, the marketing side, and the transaction on the resale side. And when all the dust settles, We will split the profits 50-50. There is no downside for you as an investor, only upside. So once again, go to partnerwithpete.com, submit your deal there, and let's get it funded. So it's not just about doing one deal. It's about doing one deal many, many times. And you're going to build up your confidence 
Each one you do is a confidence builder. It is. It works. Well, it was for me. Every deal that you did was build up my confidence. Right. Remember that when you had the idea? Right. And I was like, I knew you needed to get back into real estate. We don't talk about that as much, but I was like, you need to get back into real estate. This was 2020, right? Or um, 2019? Yeah, 2020. 2020. Okay. End, end of 2020. We were on a walk and I was like, you need to get back into real estate. Like, this is missing from your life. You love doing it. You need to do it again. And But you didn't want to do traditional, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. I didn't want to work with clients anymore. Well, that was I didn't. I didn't want to flip houses anymore, really, because that's very difficult logistically. It, the hardest part is finding people to do the work. Right. And it's frustrating. And I can't do the work myself. You can. I can, but, but the quality is very is questionable. <laughs> no. But, I mean, it, and it's not something you enjoy. That's the big thing. It's not right. like you're like, I want to go you know, put in a new flooring. Right. I don't think I've ever heard you say, yes, today's the day I do no, counters. No, I have put done flooring in many homes. And that you was... didn't do a bad job, but you didn't love it. It didn't bring joy I to your life. I can do flooring. I can do painting, electrical, plumbing. No, no. but why? Tile, no. I don't think None you should that. though. No. If you, like those are actually safety things. Like I would, unless you're trained, no. Finish carpentry. Nah. Didn't go so well. No, but it's okay. We found people who did good work. So right. That's all that really matters. So it was kind of like, well, what do you, what kind of real estate do you want to do? And I thought you were going to get back into investors, helping investors mm-hmm. and then find deals for us. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what you were going to do. And it kind of has turned into that in a way. But then you came to me with this idea that you wanted to buy and sell land. Uh-huh. And I was like, what the heck? Heck, did I just like? I know. What'd you walk agree to? Into? Exactly. You know. And then you explain the whole thing, and we've talked about it before. My parents actually sold a land piece of land. Someone mm-hmm. sent a, to land, a land investor because yeah. they didn't care about this piece of land. They got it as a. Did um, they ever see it? No, no, they never saw it. They did not care about it. It was something that they paid the tax bill every year. It was never brought up, and I think I randomly asked them, like, "Hey, what about that piece of land?" And this was a while ago, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I've got a letter. And we sold it." And I was like. Why didn't you just list it? Like the other thing is, they felt like a responsible if they listed it on the open market, that it was like they were vouching for this piece of land. Yeah, they exactly. Been. That they needed to know something about it, and you know all yeah. the stuff. So right, and it helped me understand that it was a convenience thing. It wasn't like they just didn't care. No, well, as a land investor, we're a convenience buyer. That's exactly it. So it fits for some people, and it doesn't fit for others. Right, and that's okay. And they, but they never would have listed. It. And also the thought, like. It was inconsequential money to them. So it was kind of like, I'm not going to take the time to find an agent in the area to list it, to talk. No, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it. I don't care. So I thought that was interesting. So when you said that, that was my second thought was like, oh yeah, they did that. Okay. Makes sense. Um, But I needed to test you out. You sold the first few properties. Right. And I was like, it works. And then I was like, Pete, we need to do it a lot more. A lot more. A lot more. And the more you do it, the more money you make, right? Exactly. And you keep that money moving. So you go into goals and habits for land business. If you're turning this into a business, like you're going to scale your business. Funnily enough is the words you actually wrote are scaling your business. Yes. And then building your team, which is super important because you're going to get to a point where you could do it all. No, I'm sorry. Um, You could do this all. You Mm -hmm. could. Yeah, I, yeah, I can do every you. step of the process. I've done every step of the right, process. Right, exactly. But. And it could be all on you, but we would never see you. You would probably have extremely high blood pressure and life would not be fun. You build the right team and you can scale way farther than you right. could do and actually have a happy life. Yeah, and then you can happy kind of wife. do the stuff you enjoy doing. Yeah, happy happy life, happy wife, yes. You can do the stuff that you enjoy doing mm-hmm. and then have your team do the stuff that is not your favorite stuff. So Right, and then the next thing on there is tracking your results, which is Interesting because we do track our results. It's funny. I track it in two different areas and you also have a uh, way of your tracking it yourself. Yes. Yeah, so I have a number of ways that I track. But right. Yes. So, But we each like to see different 
um, parts of it. So we have actually three tracking things. Um, you talk about what works for you. And then this is actually pretty exciting. I didn't even know you were going to be including this, but our mentorship program. Right. Okay, are you- which is which is not it is is not live yet, and it will be live probably for another month or two. Mm-hmm. But kind of it's a video we talk about like some things that I, I believe that is, are going to be part of the mentorship program, and and I want to build an interest list for it to see if there is interest out there for people interested in in, in, a, in a higher level of service. So obviously, this land conquest program is absolutely free. Mentorship program will not be free, and it will not be cheap either. Right. But. Uh, there will be a lot that goes along with That's it. That's the only way we can do it because the level of mentorship that we want to provide is going to be quite – what's the word I'm looking extensive. for? Extensive. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an equal um, cost for right. that. Um, and then you also go into Land Conquest software mm-hmm. uh, and right. also that um, – will that be available right away? No, no. Okay. We're still working on the finishing touches of mm-hmm. that, but – it should be very soon. We just wanted to get the program out. I think once they see the program, anyone who's serious about their business will be interested in both of those. Right. So there'll be a way for you to add your name to interest list for those. Right. Exactly. Okay. I think we covered a lot. And I know that there there's a great deal of information in here that I feel like this is an infomercial. It's coming. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Is that funny? Like, uh, don't worry we about me. We need the ShamWow guy to do this. I know. Uh, I know. Pow or something. Yes, but, but but the 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 di- key difference is that this is free. Right. So. That's, that's the funny thing. I, I feel bad because I know Pete really wanted to talk about all of these a lot more, but you have no voice. Yeah. So right. I think the proof is in the pudding. Is that what they say? Yeah. So so, so here's here's yeah. the here's the the thing. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out, mm-hmm. we're releasing one day at a time, Monday through Friday this week, and then next week will be so it'll be levels one through five this week. And then next week will be level six, six through 10. Right. And we have actually, uh, these are, they're high, higher level kind of modules or levels, if you will, because we're having them actually professionally edited. And that's why it's not being released instantly because we keep saying we're going to release it and we really just want to get it out there. So we're right. doing it as we get the videos and hence why it's coming out that way. If you are watching this or listening to this podcast at a later date, they should all be available to you. Right. So once they're all released, they're going to stay released. So as long as you're part of our community, you have to be part of our community in order to actually get access to it. Super positive community. And we um, welcome you to join us. So once again, you can go to landconquest.com. Yep. And um, once you see this, you're going to say Land Conquest completely different, like how I say okay. it in my head. Okay. And um, But we look forward to seeing you guys over there. And as always, you can find Pete at Reese Peter. Reese Peter on Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And YouTube at? Uh, just at Turning Profit. Turning Profit. Yep. And hopefully we see you in the group. We'll see you there. Okay, bye. All right. Thanks. Ready to start Turning Profit yourself? Head to turningprofit.com to step up your real estate investing game. See you on the next episode.